Welcome to your midweek pick-me-up. This is Mind, Body, Purpose with April Judd and Michelle Stevenette. Each episode provides three tangible ways to improve your life. One to nourish your mind, one to connect to your body, and one to live in your purpose. This is where you find confidence to go so you can have confidence to be. We're so glad you're here. Welcome to Mind Body Purpose. This is April Judd and Michelle Stevenette. Hey! We are your hosts here today. Uh, Always, actually. We're your hosts always. (laughs) We're so glad you're here. Today we're talking about energy exchange, and this is a topic that's super interesting to me. I love it very much. The reason why um, I love this so much is because it is a really significant part of our lives that I think we're not always necessarily totally aware of, but it's something that goes on all the time in our lives. And so, and so it can, when you gain some awareness of it, it can make a really, really big difference in just what we choose to fill our lives with and how we choose to, uh, just how we choose to conduct our lives really. And I think that, you know, we've, what we've talked about is everything we do requires energy. And so there's a couple different types of energy that we want to kind of allude to today, but the energy um, that is a part of our physical form might be finite. And we kind of have a certain amount of it that we need to, that we can expound, expend before. Okay, I'm going to quote Thor right here. <laughs> Y'all have ever seen the movie Thor? Is it called Thor? I don't know. They're all just Avengers. They're all Avengers movies, yeah. but we're really big into Marvel in my family. <laughs> And um, I believe it's just the first Thor. The, my favorite Thor is Thor Ragnarok. That one is just funny. But anyway, I think this is just the original. And he, <laughs> he says, he comes to Earth and he says, my mortal form grows weak. I require sustenance. Mm-hmm. And so we have this amount of energy that will totally remind you of Thor every time now is that you have energy that you can expound in your physical form before that's the end and it is depleted and you have to rest or recharge or... Uh, sustenance eat it yes yes but as we know we're not just a physical body there's parts to us that are not tangible and so even though our physical body might have sort of its limits in terms of energy there is this other part of us that kind of has another version of energy that can kind of ebb and flow and of course it affects our physical body but but there is this other aspect of energy and that's kind of where we're going with this is this this other kind of it's a little it's a little more loose and it can ebb and flow perhaps a little bit more freely than what our physical body limits are and i'm going to quote another movie today man i am on my a game with movie quotes <laughs> this one is from back to the future and you ever heard doc talk about the um space time continuum okay so instead of explaining this with a space time continuum i'm going to explain this with the time money energy continuum Bear with me for just this a second. This is exciting. Go away, bro. <laughs> Very exciting. <laughs> I am one with the movie quotes today. Okay, so if you think of kind of time as being um, related to kind of our physical body and the energy that we have there, time is you only have a certain amount of time throughout the day before it restarts, right? We have 24 hours in a day. That is limited. That's all you have. And that's kind of the same with your physical energy. You have a certain amount of physical energy that you can expound, expend, Yep, expend yes. before <laughs> we're gonna cut that out. You can expend before you need to rest, recharge, back to Thor, give it sustenance, right? Yep, so right. you have that side of things. And then you have kind of this money side of things, 
which is the not tangible energy. So money is similar to that type of energy where it kind of ebbs and it can flow and there are things that you can invest your money in that might give you more of a return that you can kind of maybe double your money or quickly grow your money. Um, Mm -hmm. You can also kind of lose that and it's same with that type of not tangible energy that we're going to talk about today where you can put investment into more energy into something where you can gain more energy from something so it's kind of this ebb and flow so on one side of the continuum you have time and that's like your physical energy and on the other side you have money which is like your kind of this this not tangible energy yeah yeah has a different capacity for for ebbing and flowing right so the first time i sort of had this concept of energy exchange uh, brought to attention was just in my yoga teacher training when we were talking about um, coming close to our certification and starting to teach classes and we were really encouraged to just start teaching as much as possible like gain all the experience and anytime you're invited to teach like just say yes like just start getting this experience even if it's just teaching for free because there is some you you gain from that as a, as a new teacher like you it takes some courage and you're learning and so part of learning is like gaining that new energy of of the learning and so just being willing to do that whatever opportunity you could but then also being cognizant of there's there's a point where you start gaining where you've gained the experience and now it's not quite the same energy exchange as when you were teaching for free that maybe you need to start then considering or being aware of you know how much time and preparation and energy are you putting into creating a class and teaching a class and are you able to feel nourished and fulfilled and like you're getting some gain from that still even after you've kind of gone over the the main hump of your linear learning curve and and that sort of thing and so the energy exchange now comes more so in the form of um, a different type of energy so instead of the courage and the learning and the things that you're getting from teaching for free you start getting more of the the monetary or the other types of exchange um, you know some yoga teachers will take like oils or other types of things in exchange for their for their services so so when I started thinking about energy exchange and kind of this give and take in the universe I started uh, kind of marinating on this concept and thinking about how it applies in all different aspects of our lives really and as we were talking about this for the last few months I was really thinking about how coronavirus has really just caused us to empty our schedules completely and as I started to add things back into my very empty schedule which Mm -hmm. was for the first time in I think my entire adult life for sure and maybe my life since I can remember I have always put my schedule as full as it could possibly be and just with things that I want to do. I want to do this. Well, I need to do that. Well, I want to do this, you know, thing after thing after thing. And this was the first time that it was completely, everything was canceled and it was gone and it was empty. And as we've added things back into our schedule, into our lives personally and as a family, I've really been able to have some intention as to what I want to spend my energy doing. What is adding goodness and this wonderful exchange in my life and things that, you know, maybe I was putting a lot of energy into before that weren't offering anything back or it wasn't this um, exchange that was maybe no longer worth the energy that I was putting in. Yeah. So that brings us to our first takeaway for the mind today, which is just gaining that awareness of what 
aspects of your life are giving you energy and what parts are just asking of your energy. Um, because sometimes we're not even totally cognizant of, you know, what things are actually giving me the energy and what's not. This, this idea was um, something we used in when I was doing health coach training was just in the context of food, like start noticing what foods feel energy giving and what foods feel like they're asking or kind of draining your energy a bit. Um, so start noticing. So the first takeaway is just start noticing what gives you energy and what is asking of your energy. Some examples of that, like you gave the examples of your food and thinking about that, but you can also look to examples through projects or relationships or maybe work, hobbies, um, extracurricular activities, church service, any of those things, just making sure that they are something that you want to be giving your energy to. I was recently with kind of the clearing of schedules and not gathering together in as many social circumstances. I was put in charge of our church Facebook page. We are kind of spotlighting different women in the neighborhood and in kind of our congregation. And we would take turns as a presidency of women, of these women, asking, reaching out to them, asking for facts about them, putting it kind of this mystery sister thing on this Facebook page, doing a few clues a day. And then at the end of the week, the idea was whoever guessed this mystery sister correctly, then we would go put like this sign in her front yard so that everyone could kind of like this fun little like game thing that was aware that she yeah. was the one that guessed correctly and they would bring her a little prize. And I did really well at contacting the sister, getting the picture of her, getting the clues, all of that kind of stuff, having fun, really putting some energy and some light and some excitement into it on the Facebook page. And that is where my energy ran out. <laughs> because when it was time to deliver that sign to her front yard and to give her a little prize, I just flat out failed. This could not, like the energy was gone. And that part was incredibly um, depleting. It was asking a lot of energy for something that I just could not get the energy to complete. Well, it just um, wasn't like fitting into your life very well. It was right? not fitting into my life or my schedule. And luckily, one of the amazing people that I serve with, she noticed that and very kindly reached out to me and said, hey, you're doing such a good job at this first part of it. Can I do the second part of it for you? Because you're doing a really good job with the first one. And I can see that maybe that's something that would fit for my life better than it would for yours. She was so kind and so gracious about it. And for a second, I was like blushingly embarrassed. And then I quickly thought, you know what? She's right. And I'm going to take her up on that. And I'm going to keep doing something that I'm energetically involved in. And I'm putting something good out there. And let her take on something that is not adding to my life. Yeah. So I think that's a super great example of just having that awareness of like, look, I can do this, but this part is just not fitting for me. <laughs> or it's just not, it's just not working out. And so then, you know, finding another solution for that and not taking it as like a personal hit. Yeah. Like it's not, not a personal attack that that part was not uh, yeah. in line with my energy and what I was adding. Right. Uh, and I think it's one of those things where you can, if you're aware enough and looking at it from that objective point of view, you can see maybe that for yourself. Maybe I yeah. could have been like, hey, 
uh, I'm really struggling with this part. Could anyone help me? And that would have been an appropriate way to ask for that as well. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Another example of just gaining some of this awareness is just in your, in your relationships. So anytime you are interacting with people, whether it's, you know, within your family or your colleagues or, you know, your community, your neighbors, your whoever, whenever you're interacting with people, we all kind of have, um, without even being aware of it, there's certain people that you just kind of feel a little bit of an energy exchange with, for lack of a better term, and some people that you just don't. And so as you start having this sort of awareness of like, I think these people might be the people that um, I kind of want to surround myself with. And maybe these other people, there's other people that are better suited for them. Like maybe our energy just isn't all that coherent together or something like that. And it doesn't mean that those people, that there's anything wrong with people that you don't have that same energy with, but it's just sort of that little indicator of like, you know what, this is, this is a, a person that I feel like I can you know, um, get some of that back and forth from. And this is maybe somebody that I do want to surround myself with. Um, I know we've talked before about connection and connecting with people saying that like, you don't have to get that back from the other person in order to feel connected to them. And while that's true, this is sort of a different concept of like, even though you can still feel connected to whoever you want to feel connected to people that you're probably going to want to nurture relationships with are the people that you do sort of feel that exchange with, right? And so um, I think that that's just sort of a good indicator of like, just sort of a way to kind of guide who you want to be surrounded with because it, it feels natural and it feels easy and normal. This is why when you start dating somebody that you're really interested in and if it's, if it's reciprocal, how there's just kind of that magic energy, right? And it's kind of that same thing, but just, you know, in a platonic way, like there's still sort of an, an energy that you feel in relationships. So. So um, you can you can notice that, and there might be some relationships where um, it's just a big ask, and that doesn't necessarily mean that it's bad or wrong or that you don't want to offer, but just to be a little bit aware of you know if you are going to you know respond to that ask and give to just be aware that there might not be a return, and just know that you're go- doing that because you're choosing to, right? Mm-hmm. And I think it's important for us to remember that not all things that ask for your energy are negative. Right. Sometimes they are just necessary. Uh, A quick example of that is motherhood. Mm -hmm. Um, My children ask a lot of my energy. Just the nature of taking care of other human beings is a lot of energy. And there are a lot of times where it is like an immediate return. You know, there is kind of like that um, spark of energy that comes back to you. But then there's a lot of times where being a mother, especially at this phase of life with little ones is kind of a thankless job. And you are giving a lot of that energy and they are good things. And it is an important thing. And it's exactly where I want to be putting my energy, but it is asking a lot and it can be depleting. And so even though I am giving a lot of that energy, I think it's important to handle that awareness and see, okay, my kids, running my kids from point A to point B to point C to point D, you know, like soccer practices and doing homework and feeding them and bathing them and getting them to bed and all of these things like that is taking so much of my energy and I'm not getting a return on that as fast or as needful as I do to make that exchange and to replenish what I have. And so I might need to look for other things um, in terms of maybe self-care to allow myself to have my energy back. Yeah, just a little recharge. A little recharge. So depleting does not equal bad. Yeah. Okay. So that being said, the, 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 the things that are, might feel a little depleting or asking of your energy, um, once you kind of have that awareness of those, those activities or those tasks or those 
parts of your life. This moves into our next uh, takeaway for the body, which is to alternate the energy giving and the energy depleting activities throughout your day. Okay, and this is something that I have kind of done without knowing it a little bit as I think about my day and I was thinking about, um, so I usually start out my day going to an exercise class and that gives me energy. That immediately is something that I can uh, count on for an energy give. And then the next couple of hours are usually getting my kids off to school and running errands and cleaning house and starting laundry. And that's a little bit more depleting. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I maybe take my daughter to her dance class and I get to sit with the other moms during dance class and that's energy giving. I love being with my friends. Mm-hmm. And then the next part of the day continues to give me energy because I get to spend time with my two-year-old before she takes a nap. And during her nap, I know that I'm going to get to maybe record a podcast with my really good friend, Michelle. <laughs> and all of those things <laughs> add energy to my day, kind of giving me what I need to because when four o'clock hits, all my children come home and it is kind of depleting until we can relax to the point of, you know, dinner, we can get homework done, we can get practices done, we can get all those things done, and then we can get to the point where it's more energy giving again to sit down with my family and to connect with them and to have the rest of the day. So being able to kind of alternate and take a look as you're scheduling your day and see the things, okay, that's energy depleting, I'm going to add in something in here that's energy giving so that I can kind of move over that hump to the next part. Yeah, and if you don't have a lot of things in your life that feel like they're energy giving, like if you feel like you're living your whole entire day, like from depletion activity to depletion activity to another big ask activity or whatever, um, this is where you can start getting really creative and see like what little things might add that little boost of energy. And for many people, um, this is where we turn to sugar and caffeine and things like that that are that actually are not probably our best places for our energy. Ooh, and so, I'm so glad you're talking about that, and not me. I would feel super hypocritical. So some little ideas, I'm just going to give you a couple little thoughts, like even just a change of your scenery. So if you're like in a house or in an office or wherever, like just going outside and taking a few breaths, like that's one idea of something that could be energy giving for you. Getting yourself a little bit inverted can sometimes be helpful. So lay down and put your feet up for a minute. Or, you know, if you're up for a handstand or a cartwheel, like that is super energy giving for me at least, Mm -hmm. doing things like that. Um, Maybe even just getting a glass of water, maybe turning on some music. Like there's Mm -hmm. some little easy things that you might come up with that will be a little bit of an energy boost for you. Maybe it's um, calling a friend for a minute or, um, I mean, that could also be a long thing, but, um, but just find the little things that might be energy boost for you so you can kind of stack them into your day that are going to be really nurturing for you. So, um, because if you are having a lot of things that feel kind of depleting, um, all day long, chances are that by the end of the day, you're just out and you're not really having an opportunity to replenish yourself until you just go to sleep and start the whole cycle over again. And that's not a very, uh, nourishing way to conduct your life. Right. And probably not a very fulfilling way. Well, no. And I think you're going to putter out. Oh, for sure. Back to Thor, your mortal form <laughs> grows weak. You require sustenance. Give yes. yourself sustenance throughout the day. <laughs> right. I mean, as it, and please, as you think of Thor, make sure that you think of the Chris Hemsworth Thor because it makes that quote so much better. <laughs> so, excess of anything actually is going to be depleting. So if you are having a lot of screen time, you know, that's sort of an obvious one. That's going to feel kind of depleting. Even a food that is nourishing and can be very energizing, too much food is actually very depleting as well. Too much water is depleting. Even if you're just sitting in the car and driving somewhere, if you're like traveling and sitting in the car all day, like you've done nothing to like physically expend energy, but you're exhausted by Mm -hmm. the time you get there just because you've been in the car for so long. So too much of anything really 
can be very depleting. Yeah, on the other side of things, you know, not moving enough, moving too much, too much exercise yeah. can be depleting. Yeah, it's very, very, very true. Some things that also might deplete our energy that we might not be terribly cognizant about are things like worrying. Um, living our, sending our mind energy into the future or the past, as opposed to being like living in your present moment, that can be very depleting. Um, also things like people pleasing, uh, that's a very depleting place to be because obviously we don't have control over other people. Right. And so if we're, um, sort of caught up in that space of just trying to please everyone, um, we're not really taking care of our foundation, right? And and we're trying to, you know, cater to other people. That can be very, very depleting. And so um, much energy goes into that. Yes, into yes. Into worrying about what people think about you, worrying about how things are going to respond, the past, the future, all of that. Yeah. Oh. Perfectionism is another one um, that can feel very, very depleting as well. And so there's lots of, these are just a few examples, but there's lots of ways that we might be depleting our own energy like not intentionally, just from patterns, default patterns. So just gaining some of that awareness, starting to stack your day in ways that will kind of add that in um, just a much uh, more enjoyable way to conduct our life, right? Yes, and it sets you up for much more success and lets you show up for those energy moments where you really are trying to live life the way you want to. Like for mm-hmm. me, showing up for my kids, if I can make sure that I'm doing something to build my energy, then I get a much better return on that investment than if I am just allowing myself to be depleted over and over again. Yeah. So sort of in contrast to that, um, this then goes into our purpose, which is to cultivate gratitude and joy as part of your everyday energy. That we've talked about gratitude a lot, a lot. Uh, gratitude is one of those things that We're kind big of fans. big fans of gratitude. Big fans. Yes, it kind of just cures everything. It helps everything. It enhances everything in our lives. And there's not much that you can do with gratitude without being able to experience joy. Those things go hand in hand. Brene Brown talks about that. How she will never have joy and without gratitude and never have gratitude without joy because they are so interconnected. They don't exist without each other. And so when we're kind of thinking about the idea of giving of ourselves, of doing something that is going to bring us joy and can uh, go hand in hand with gratitude, a lot of times I think about service Mm -hmm. and that won't always be reciprocated. There are so many times in our lives where we are offering to do something good or kind or loving towards another person and that may not be able to be reciprocated either because they're not in a position to do so or because that's not something... Usually when you're kind or you're giving service, you're not thinking, oh, I'm going to do it to you and then you're going to give it back to me immediately. That's not an immediate return. But that is something that is so important because the energy that comes back to you from that is kind of self-validated knowing that you are operating from the best version of yourself. You're offering energy towards something that is going to help you be who you want to be and live a more wholehearted life. Yeah, so when we're doing service or a good deed or something truly from a place of genuinely wanting to do it, it's like the energy exchange comes kind of within ourselves. Like even though we're maybe offering some energy in a way out there, we're actually kind of receiving it back just in the fact that we're doing it because it feels good to do it if we're genuinely wanting to do it, right? And mm-hmm. that, I think that that's what 
you know, what God intends for us. And when we're taught to give and to serve, it's not um, for the purpose of like using up all of your stores of energies and giving it all away and being a martyr. It's because if you can do it from a genuine place of love, then it actually is filling to you as you do it in the act of it. And I think of like, um, if you can picture, I was trying to think of like a good example. If you think of like a little kid, if you've ever seen a little kid, like pick their, pick a dandelion and bring it to you, like here's a flower and they want to offer it to you. And they're like so proud of themselves for doing something sweet and good. Like just that little act of them giving it to you, like they went to the effort to to pick it and to bring it to you, but they're the ones that are so excited about it, right? Mm -hmm. And um, I think about, you know, maybe if you're planning a surprise party for your friend and you're really excited about it, like you are getting back some energy just by doing the act, right? Mm -hmm. And so um, that is what I think God intends for us as as we're taught to serve and to give. I don't think it's meant to be, you know, to um, use up your reserves. It's to refill you. Mm-hmm. It's to gain that energy. So even yes. though you are, that's asking of your energy. So it's not bad at all. That is something that is asking of your energy, but it's a place where you want to willingly give that energy, much like we were talking about with relationships or with motherhood or with something that really is fulfilling and that you love, something that you are going to invest in, and then you'll receive it back in the form of joy and gratitude and being able to have that every day in your life. Just to bring it all home, this quote that I love so much goes like this. Joy, and it's from Brene Brown. Joy and gratitude are spiritual practices bound to a belief in human interconnectedness and a power greater than us. And one of the reasons I love this quote so much is because human interconnectedness and a power greater greater than us is totally speaking to that intangible part. It's speaking to that energy part that we've been trying to describe throughout this um, podcast episode is that uh, it's that that significant part of our lives that is not tangible. It's what's going on sort of kind of behind the scenes. It's what's going on in our thoughts and in our feelings and in sort of the energy space of what's going on sort of subtly. And so we are so interconnected and there really truly is a power um, greater than us. And joy and gratitude are those spiritual practices that are bound to that belief in our human connectedness and power greater than us. And so I feel like that just sort of sums it all up with our this idea of energy exchange, which I love very much. So let's recap our three takeaways. Okay, so the first one is for your mind. Notice what in your life gives energy or what asks of your energy. And for the body, alternate energy depleting activities with energy giving activities throughout your day and your purpose. Cultivate gratitude and joy as part of your everyday energy. April, what are you going to choose for your challenge? I loved that quote that you just said from Renee. It's just so profound and incredible and I loved it. So I'm going to go with the purpose. And thinking about joy and gratitude, um, I'm going to take it into a slightly specific thing. And I am going to get myself a little more of a habitual gratitude practice. Mm. I feel like I do a good job with gratitude in prayer, with gratitude when my family's all together at the dinner table, gratitude when I'm tucking my kids in at bed. But those things don't always happen as much as I would like them to. Mm-hmm. Prayer, you know, yes, like I'm pretty good at that. <laughs> but also, uh, it's just one of those things where I kind of would just like a more um, keyed in way to be grateful so that I can fully experience the joy that surrounds that. Okay, so how are you doing it? So I think I'm going to go with a prayer journal. 
like a sword. gratitude like journal a grat- yeah that's what i meant a gratitude journal <laughs> a gratitude journal i think that's what i'm gonna do i love it i, I mean just gonna, i think i'm just gonna jot down a few things at the beginning of every day and a few things at the end of every day and maybe mm, those are things that twice I twice a day twice a day not, not a lot like maybe two or three yeah i'm gonna try to mix it up all the time mm-hmm. but i think i'm gonna try to do that um and so maybe that will kind of Start my day and end my day with gratitude and lean itself into joy and connectedness. Beautiful. Okay. I'm going to choose the mind one of just noticing what things in my life are energy giving and what are the energy asking parts of my life. Um, At first I was like, no, I think I should know that. And then I thought, you know what? I don't know if I've really given it all that much awareness. And I think that it would serve me to be a little bit more cognizant of kind of that spectrum of what things are depleting for me and what things are giving to me. Because I think some things that I, I think I might have it a little bit crossed in my head in some, in some aspects. Hmm. You kind of nice to uncover that and decide. Yeah. And then that will help you get into the body, which is to kind of layer those things. Yes. Right? Yeah. Good stuff. Yay. Yeah, so okay. That's what I'm going to do. Awesome. Well, We're so happy that you joined us today. We're going to continue the conversation over on Instagram and a little bit on Facebook, um, continuing to talk about energy and where you put your concentration and where you live your life and the kind of person that you want to intentionally be. So come check us out there and we'll be here back next Wednesday. We'll see you then. Hey, thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode and invest in yourself. We truly believe confident, caring women like you are changing the world.